Okay, this is a 30-second commercial, and I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but please stay with me. In just 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. This company has been offering great rates and great service for over 75 years, and anytime you need help, you can speak to one of their trained specialists 24-7. That company is Geico. Go to geico.com today. Sorry for all the numbers. And in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, I'm out of time. Now, Podcast One brings you Spike's Car Radio. A downloadable Cars and Coffee, hosted by writer, comedian, and automotive enthusiast, Spike Ferriston. Now, here's Spike. All right, Spike Scar Radio, good morning to you all. Happy Wednesday. It's nice to be with you. I'm here with Zuckerman. We have uh, BC Moto coming. I call him BC Moto, but his, uh, his name is BC, and I'm not going to try to pronounce the last name. I know BC. He's a hot rodder. He's the guy who made that 1,100 horsepower uh, minivan. He's Zuckerman. a genius. He's, he's a genius. And uh, we're going we're gonna to catch up with him, find out what's what. Last time I saw him, he was on uh, Car Matchmaker. Then we saw him at the Zuffenhausen Show. Um, he he makes... had a fantastic car. Talking to the microphone. He had a fantastic car. This? Good Lord. His lipstick on the microphone is worse than collard greens. Really? Yeah. Where, where, it's, got a, it's got a mic cover. Where do you see lipstick? On the mic cover. Really? Let me... Wow. I don't see anything. Look closer. <laughs> Take the headphones off the microphone. Stop telling me what to do. And uh, Zuckerman and I, we, it's, it's, uh, it's what? It's Tuesday. It's Election Day. It's when we're recording. This show's posting a week later. So um, we've just come from an amazing weekend, an amazing driving weekend. What right? a fantastic weekend. With lots of, you had two new cars coming in. Jerry was in town. And we also had the very first instance of the buzzer beater. Which is a, if you want to know what the buzzer beater is, you you picked up one car on a Friday, right? And That's we're driving cars all weekend. And then another new car from the RM 70th anniversary auction was delivered Sunday late afternoon, right before the buzzer on the weekend. Uh, totally unexpected. Because unexpected. I, I anticipated, having bought the car at auction, that it would get here in two or three weeks. Right. And within one week of the auction, it was like a hot shot delivered. But we can't. Right. We can't recommend this enough. That you, everybody, if you can, if you have the means, get a new car to you delivered on a Friday, but then get a second car delivered right around four o'clock on a Sunday. <laughs> and it was fantastic, right? There was something we thought something was wrong with the keychain, and we wanted to put a new battery in it. So you, you and I went to my house, and then Jerry said, "Where are you guys?" And he showed up in his nine twelve. By the way, these pictures are on all of our Instagrams. You can see them, not Jerry's, but on uh, Paul's and mine. And we just, you know, stood in the driveway with a new car and had such a nice time. I also had such a nice drive from your place over to my house in the GT3 Touring, following you in that lowered 993 RS. Really a magical weekend. It helps when you get super lucky. If you're going to do this, both cars have to be really good. <laughs> and that is a really, that's the yes. other part of the, the, yeah. the of what we pulled off, was that both cars were surprisingly Great cars. The first one is the uh, is the Wilhoit car, right? Right. It's a 1983 Cabriolet. It's a it's a 911 SC, and it was the first production Cabriolet made. The first serial number in Coke dealer. Uh, red colors. over white. Red over platinum or platinum. pearl or something. Pearl white. It's it's stun gun white. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a black great top. car. I was very skeptical. Now everybody knows I hate red. Everybody's well aware of it. I don't. I I don't mind red. I kind of like red when it's got the black cab uh, roof on it. Right. The You're top. coming around. Well, I like red re- with black uh, wrapping around red. I like that. That once, I like. And this car like... has that '80s personality, yeah. so I'm totally fine with. It. But really, when I drove it, my mind was blown. I I couldn't believe what Will Hoyt pulled off in this car. In fact, you say it's an '83. Yes. And I was driving the 87 911 that you and I both owed, and this car drove better than that. It drove lighter. It was faster feeling. It, it blew my mind. I think that early 80s SCs are very overlooked. I think they suffer from a lot. Most of the ones that are out there suffer from deferred maintenance because mm-hmm. you couldn't justify spending the money to keep the car up to proper standards. I think what Will Hoyt does, of course, is magical, but I think that that particular year, 
with the fuel injection system that they had in those cars and with all that steer, steel off of the top, it is surprisingly peppy. It's got a lot of juice. That doesn't drive like a normal 83. <laughs> it can't. It can't possibly. We should call Will Hoyt This is Will Hoyt genius. But we had the 82 Get Targa. Get him on the phone. You remember the say 80, that? Call him right now. See remember if he the picks 82 up. Targa? Now, when, now, now, let me tell you some rules about what you're doing right now. If he does happen to pick up, you have to ask him right away, is it okay if I put your voice on the air right now? Secondly, put him on speakerphone. Uh, of course. Let and me then see. don't let him prattle on. We've got a lot to do today. We've well, got a lot to a, get he's to. He's a bit of a prattler. But we will, let's see if we can pull this off. Are you literally dialing num- one number at a time? You are a very <laughs> difficult human being. You are a difficult What an old being. man you are. Says the man who's older than me. <laughs> What's happening? Hey, Will Hoyt, I want you to know that we are recording Spike's Car Radio right now, so I have to ask you your permission uh, to have you on the air, so to speak. <laughs> we have a question. We have a question yes. for you. And this, we, what we got is this 83 SC. How much better than an original car does, is that thing in terms of power, power and responsiveness and handling? Yeah. Yeah. Does it drive like a factory 83, or is that car light years better because of what you did? No. It, we we did everything absolutely original on that car. Wow. And so 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 you're saying that that's the way these 83 911s drive? That's the way an 83 911 drives, oh, yeah. I stand I mean, we, corrected. We did the whole car. It, and what is it? We redid the engine, and we redid the trans, but we did everything this OEM spec. Wow. Well, the car is outstanding. We absolutely yeah, love this car. I thought you added some of your magic to it, but maybe your magic is well, just making things yeah, perfect. There's, there's a certain amount of kind of mojo that comes, you know, from us, you know, from me, like, working on it. So that may, it may it's, you know, may sort of <laughs> what, what was What happened there? It sounds no, like you just I mean, moved into another dimension. Yes, I mean, yeah. no, it it should it's it's exactly like a stock SC. Wow, I mean, it should be exactly stock. Well, you so. killed it. The car is incredible. Awesome, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, we we're gonna have to have you come into the show here, and you're gonna have to tell us more about what you do because I'm this... happy to do it. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna reserve a spot. Will, you're gonna reserve a spot for Mr. Will Hoyt. We're gonna have him come down to the studio. Awesome. All right, man. Well, thank you. Thank you for taking Alrighty. the call. Absolutely. See you guys. That's uh, that's incredible. Yeah. What he does, he's in, he's one of these genius guys. Now think about that, Zuckerman. That car gets delivered just right and ready to go, and then the, the I mean, what are the odds that this car would come out of an auction house and everything works on it? Uh, zero. <laughs> zero. And yet, zero. it happened. And the same thing, but the same thing, mind you, with, with a, a car restored by someone as good as Will Hoyt, there's bound to be something wrong with this. So to have two cars come and perform better than any reasonable expectation, it was a Twilight Zone weekend. Right. I could die now and everything would you might be, okay. be di- Yeah, you might be dying. Something might happen to you now. Right. Because I'll, it was too perfect. It was everything too was perfect. too perfect. Some disaster. The ground's going to open up. I'll be swallowed in a, in a large sinkhole. The devil will pull me down and roast the me only The only thing spit. we didn't do was do a podcast with Jerry, which we should have. We had, we had two or three nights with great conversations. Was, and, Particularly expansive in good mood. Yeah. We had a lot of fun. Well, he was performing at the Pantages Theater. I went to see the show. It was outstanding. If you haven't seen Jerry do stand-up live and you're saying, well, come on. The guy's 64. Why would I want to go? He is the best stand-up out there. I'm not, you know, I watched a few stand-up specials uh, on Netflix, some of these other guys whose names I will not mention, and I thought, well, those are good. And then I saw Mr. Seinfeld perform again, and I went, nobody is doing what this guy does. It's outstanding. He's that good. He's getting better. He's better than he was 10 years ago. And it's, Maybe, it's I, I don't know why that is. Do you think it's the facial creams that he's using? or <laughs> He swears that his youthful good looks are the result of Clinique for Men lotion and only Clinique. He, uh, and he's also, he, he's down to the weight he was when we were doing the show. The guy is getting better, Zuckerman. He's putting a lot of pressure. He's 10 years older than you and I, and yet... He's putting a lot of pressure on us right now. Think about that. Do you feel the pressure? I feel it. He looked particularly good, and he was particularly energetic. What I predict, 
he will be pulling a George Burns or a Bob Hope kind of a life. We're at 100 years old. Well, that's not a prediction. He's told you that. (laughs) He hasn't told me. No, I I haven't heard that. He said that. He's already reserved the place, just like George Burns did. Yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Sure. He'll be there. He'll outlive us. You won't. No, I won't be there. Don't put me in that equation. I'm, I'm fine. Anyway, Rad Power Bikes is a consumer direct electric bike company that produces five unique models of electric bikes. Uh, pretty rad. Are you into these electric bikes? I, I mean, I love all the electric stuff that's coming out. I have that inboard electric skateboard. Now they're making bikes. I want one. Buyers get a premium electric bike without paying the huge markups caused by dealers and third-party retailers. Priced at often less than half the price of comparable bikes on the market because dealer retail markups are cut out. No one likes a middleman anyways. Get ready! Because on Cyber Monday, November 26th, Rad Power Bikes is making it even easier to get people riding with deals on all models of electric bikes. Up to $400 off per model for one day only sale on Cyber Monday. It also includes free shipping on all electric bikes to the lower 48 states. At 750 watts of power, all five models have the most powerful motor on e-bike can have while maintaining a street legal status. No license registration or insurance required. But please wear a helmet. Saw a guy yesterday not wearing his helmet. You can finance your bike for as low as 0% APR just about $100 a month and get riding. All five models can reach 20 miles an hour with zero pedaling, and riders can travel between 20 and 40 miles on a single charge. So come on, get riding. Visit www.radpowerbikes.com backslash podcast to learn more, and don't forget to shop their Cyber Monday sale on November 26th to save big. People, uh, people aren't wearing helmets. On these electric bikes. I saw a guy yesterday in Santa Monica, really cool kind of old-fashioned. Remember Guinness Book of World Records, uh, the two fat guys on the mini bike? Of course. It, it was one of those looking mini, like Sears mini bikes, but a little bigger, and it was an electric bike. And, you know, the guy decided to look cool. He decided to look cool. So he just had his uh, little cute little backpack, and he had his uh, L.A. Dodgers hat on. And, and now he's, and he's show, riding on the street. I have videos that I could show you of people getting run over. <laughs> you showed me. Their bodies flung like little rag dolls. It's awful. Wear your helmet. Yeah, you got it, right? Better yet, just be in a car. I really don't like motorcycles. I don't like bikes. But that's my I, personal preference. I, I don't want to complain. I don't want to. I don't want to complain about driving. But 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 this morning, uh, I was almost hit six times by people on their phones, on their fo- on their phones. Just selfish, you know. dangerous. Yeah, I, I won't tell you what gender, but it was six for six of the really? same gender. Yep, I won't really? say. I won't say. I don't want to be that guy. You There's that BC. Guy. Come on in, BC. Don't waste any time, please. He's uh, BC Moto is arriving here, or who is we call BC. There he is. What a day you're having, oh, huh? Very interesting one indeed. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, Benjamin bought it. Yeah, the magic elixir. Okay, point that mic at your face. You don't need to wear a headphone. Okay. Just so have to be close. BC, uh, BC's assistant let him down this morning and yes. gave him the wrong date, so now he's, he's fire. Terrified. We've, we've all been there. How do you pronounce your last name? It's like Smith. It's very easy. Ezerioha. Ezerioha. There you go. Perfect. Ezerioha. Natural. Wow. It's like he's from West Africa right there with me. <laughs> <laughs> How about just BC Yoha? <laughs> BC Yoha. That's a good BC one. BC Yoha. There you go. One. BC is the CEO and chief engineer of his company, BC Moto Engineering. If you are a car matchmaker fan, I'm sure you saw me driving the 1100 horsepower minivan. As well as the 800, por- uh, 800 horsepower 911, right? What was that? 850. No, 850. Is, that's, that's something there. <laughs> 50 more horses. Yes. And, uh, you know, there's so much I want to ask you. First of all, you start off as a chemical engineer. That is correct. And is that because your dad did that? Well, it's, it's more my mom. Um, she's a very talented chemist. And even though I had appeal growing up for everything physics and physical nature and mechanical, it broke our heart that I had no interest in chemistry whatsoever. So to appease her, I came up with this cool grand scheme of studying chemical engineering just to make her happy, just to make mom happy. <laughs> and uh, look where it turned out. I'm still back in automotive no matter what. But it, it was great. Um, graduated from school, uh, had the opportunity to work in the pharmaceutical research sector for mm-hmm. quite a while. And during the entire time I was in school and in pharma, I raced and raced and raced. And so, but it was drag racing. It was drag racing. So what attracted you to drag racing? It was what I was exposed to. Um, my parents were very strict disciplinarians, all about academia when we were growing up in Nigeria. And 
really didn't allow me to participate in any sports. So when I came here, um, I got a job in this wonderful place. I don't know if you remember Circuit City. Of yeah, course. Yeah, where sure. service was state of the art. Yeah. There you go. So, um, <laughs> so when I worked at Circuit City, um, I had the opportunity to interact with some people, one gentleman in particular, uh, Taryn King, and he was a drag racer. And he introduced me and my CRX at the time to a local raceway in Long Beach, known as Terminal Island, and that's how I started. Wow. And um, how does, how, furious on Yeah, it was, it was really, really interesting. How does one get started in drag racing? So you know you want to do it, then what? Well, <laughs> I mean, where do you it's, buy a dragster? It's even more interesting than you, that. You um, build them, right? I had, I had this, you know, I had a CRX that put me through school, and um, one day, um, it was just a bone stock factory 88 CRX, an HF-based model, and one day when I got up to go to class, I had this deep emanating from the back of the car. I didn't know it was, but I liked the sound. But I came to find out I had a perforated muffler and went to the dealer. It was really expensive for a student to pay for one. So I went to a local local muffler shop in Gardena out here in the South Bay, and uh, they put a Dynamax Ultraflow on it. And I loved the sound of it, and I felt a little bit more power. When I kept my foot out of it, it was actually improved gas mileage. And I said, hey, this is really intriguing. Well, fast forward to me going to work at Circuit City, um, <laughs> a gentleman in the rear at the uh, car stereo installation department had this pretty fast Mazda 626 Turbo right. and knew about this African guy up front who had a CRX with a nice muffler on it and said, hey, you should come drag race with me. And I said, let's do it. He said, uh, can we do it for some money? I said, sure, $100. I was so so confident. And he said, uh, maybe not because you're a little too confident. Well, we go to drag strip. That evening, and he destroyed. He ran like a fourteen-two to my sixteen-four. Do you know how that looks? It's yes. really bad. Yeah, that's a really bad. Right. You're twenty percent slower. Yeah, it, people I, are was, sleepy by the time you get there. He was turning back on the return road, and I was still on the track going. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how bad it was. But um, I was intoxicated. Just the fact, you know, the adrenaline, the rush. Even though I lost, I was very intrigued on what I could do to my car to make it faster. Right. And now that's, what, that what, began my journey. What drag track is this? It was the Terminal Island Raceway in Long Beach. It's Long, long Beach. closed. And anybody... What year was this BC? Wow. If I think back, I say it's either 94 or 95. Wow. And you could just show up and could, pay how could. much money to race? Um, it was like $10 to get in. Bucks. And wow, um, you could do a quick great. tech inspection where you make sure your seatbelts are there and <laughs> you don't have any loose battery trays and you have all four tires. And Yeah, that was it. That was it. So then you think at that point, now I, you know, that seems like that's your seminal moment. Is yes, now you build to win yes. on that drag. This is drag. his taproot car. This is his taproot <laughs> race. Tap root. Really, do you still have car, it, Honda? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Unfortunately, I parted with her about four years ago. Do you wish you had well, it? I, I do because yeah. I gave it to my electrician. It was just connecting dust in my in my garage at home, and I felt that she needed to be back on the track. And my electrician promised me four years ago he'd do it, and he hasn't put on the track ever since. Get it back. I should. Yeah, I really should. Wow. So what yeah. comes next then? Yeah, tell us. Well, it's how much time do we have? You, you, as much <laughs> as you need, yeah. but not much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need, but not much. Well, what's interesting is um, well, I, I, began... just, I just find that now I kind of understand why you're putting so much horsepower on <laughs> cars. I don't know why a car <laughs> matchmaker, I never connected the drag racing. Understood. I just thought these are just monster cars with a lot of horsepower. But it's now I see what you're doing. It's my thing. Um, I, I yeah. really just – I love going fast in a straight line. And I've just begun recently to learn how to turn on cars. <laughs> and um, and well, wait, that's quite intoxicating. And where do you race now? Wow, everywhere. So I've given drag racing a little bit of a break. I do mm-hmm. it once in a while. I'm actually going to do a little bit more of that next year. But nowadays, all the local tracks from Fontana to Button Willow to Willow Springs, streets, I'm, I'm there. I do quite a bit of road and racing. And learning how and, to turn. And yeah, I learn how to turn. And it's great because there's something very interesting about drag racing. We spend so much money, more and more money, to spend less time on the track. <laughs> <laughs> well, road racing, on the hand, now that's a lot of fun. That's yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. But I always yearn for that adrenaline rush. Um, so you notice on, on all of my road race cars, I have this push to pass button. So um, if, if any of the drivers of my cars, and if you drive a spike, I think you have a blast, um, especially with my center seat Porsches I've been putting together recently. Um, wow. There's this nice button for your left thumb that if you feel very comfortable with the car in a straightaway, you just give it a whirl and it can give you anywhere from 100 to 170 horsepower. Hyper wow. speed. Huh? Yes, there you I go. I like that. And how long does that last for? It's indefinite. It's not a curve system, so it doesn't have to regenerate. I use a, a digital control of a boost control solenoid to allow you to increase boost. So wow. it's on turbocharged applications. Wow. How cr- you must have an incredible imagination and creativity. I have a great team that can really help me bring these uh, – 
mad ideas to light. <laughs> How many ideas uh, have you run out of ideas? Are you no? Really close? It never happens. That's the beautiful thing about technology. Um, there's always something new and exciting to do. Um, next to my bed, I have a book, a journal, and I, sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night and jot things down. I just love. Creating. I know what we could do. I immediately thought of one thing we could do, Zuckerman. You What's know that? how you and I were talking about first year boxsters. Right? That, that's what I would do. I would take a first-year boxer and make it uh, competitive, give it, a, give it a lot more speed. Would you be shocked if I have that already? You have that? Really? Yes, really? I have two of them. I'm working wow. on a third as we speak. And so, like, we need to spend a little more time together. What kind of horsepower? Oh, I have everything from 450 <laughs> to 600. Oh, that's about right. Yeah. That should be right. Yeah. And what are you doing to the suspension? Like when you're talking about now you're on racetracks with turns, yes. what are yes. you learning and what are you putting into these cars? That's a great question. I mean, coming from the drag race scene, things are quite different. And um, I'm not the one who feels that I know everything. Um, I elected the uh, guidance of many key racers who have had a lot of experience on and off the track. And my suspension, KW, is my choice. V3 is what I use on all the race cars, and particularly the boxes in particular. Um, I've put seasoned racers in the cars. I've put everyone from record-breaking racers to the head of a global design for FCA in the Boxster, mm-hmm. or Boxman, I call it. It's like a Boxster with a Cayman roof, so it's my Boxman. And uh, they give me feedback, and I take feedback constructively. Criticism very constructively. Mm-hmm. So I've had opportunities to improve and improve and improve. And the cars are just absolutely fantastic. To sit in the middle of a car, to sit in the middle of a Boxster <laughs> that's already mid-engine <laughs> right. and has 500 horses is really a different experience. Would Wait, I, would you're be, moving the seat? Oh, yeah. Middle, so you're putting that in the middle seat? In the middle. Oh. So Seats would I be correct in saying yes. that is, is McLaren your idol? Is that where I should take that middle seat concept? I would love to join you and say that was the case. But um, put it this way, Porsche invited us to Fontana a few years back. Uh, to test the Cayman R, and I fell in love with it. I love the Cayman R. It's so balanced. It didn't have the power of a 911, but it felt really, really balanced. And I thought to myself, how could I take this a step further? So I bought a Cayman S 987, twin turbocharged it, got it to about 481 horsepower. It felt great, but I still felt something was missing in terms of balance. So we came up with a concept as a team to put the seat in the middle. I, I didn't even pay attention to McLaren at all. Really? At all. I just wanted to take something that was very Porsche and take the step a little bit further. And it worked. The car, it feels amazing. Wow. It takes you a few minutes to get used to sitting in the middle. Yeah. But it is so balanced. It is just like how every, every car should be this way. You know what, Jerry, you know what Jerry says about the sitting in the middle? If I wanted to sit in the middle, I'd fly coach to Cincinnati. <laughs> hey there, do you feel like you're spinning your wheels, stuck in the mud of debt with an open diff? Do you feel like you have no financial traction? There's no way out and the bills keep piling up. I know Zuckerman feels that way. Mm. Are you not getting anywhere with those minimal payments? Don't let banks keep your wheels spinning. Lock yourself up with total financial freedom and get yourself free credit cards, signature loans, department store cards, medical bills, internet loans, and even timeshares. Total financial freedom can help you get debt-free in months rather than decades. You can get out of debt, saving money each month, and pay back a fraction of what you owe. Call 866-218-0588 today for free information for over 10 years. Total financial freedom has helped thousands. They're A-rated by the Better Business Bureau with zero complaints. These people are car people like us, and they're squeaky clean. Honestly, if I had debt, I'd use them too. But I don't have debt. And then you could free up your money for BC Motors. <laughs> That's go. right. Their website is www.tfusa.com. That's T is in turbo, F is in fuel, and F is in fuelusa.com. Get out of the end of the cycle and call them today, 866-218-0588. That's 866-218-0588. There you go. Center seats. What about that new center seat McLaren that we all saw? Well, that's what we're, yeah, that has that flexible carbon fiber uh, ailerons on the back. What do you think of that, BC? You're an so engineer. Smashing. That's fantastic. It's cool, <laughs> but the big <laughs> question is, you know, carbon fiber fatigue, right? Well, how are they getting away with that? You know, there's a lot to do, not only with that resins, but how the fibers interact. I mean, it's amazing what you can do with carbon fiber. So all structures are not the same. How the weave comes together plays a huge role in the integrity of the carbon fiber, you know, matrix. And I'm sure that the engineers did a homework there. Could you write that down for me so I can sound like you? Oh, well, oh this is right. the weave that has to do with the integrity. A little bit of what I read was yes. about thickness, mm-hmm. that they have calculated the perfect thinness, actually, mm-hmm. so that the and carbon fiber doesn't fatigue. So That's there are it. carbon fiber springs, and, and those are obviously springing up and down. And it, there is still... The fact that it could made me a little nervous. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I'll tell you something else. They also – somebody uh, had posted a video review of it, and uh, getting into the car 
may it look difficult. So one thing you have to do, they have this beautiful leather on either side of the seat, but you have to step on it. I th- <sighs> immediately thought of you, Zuckerman. <laughs> and then they also took, if you imagine, there's a sports seat. They made the treads on the left and right side of the back kind of point in toward the center of the seat so that you can slide very into clever. the car without hurting yourself. That's very very clever. clever. That's very clever. But, and... Uh, all of them, all the controls are up above your head. So imagine your hands on the steering wheel. You're looking up, and then you're you're putting yourself in a drive by pointing up to where your little rear view mirror is. Right. Take a little getting used to. It's, yeah, it's a little <laughs> odd. Also, opening and closing the windows. You go up. Understood. Yeah, you go up. Understood. So uh, I'm not so sure. I mean, I I know you're going to get a lot of attention in the car, and I think it's beautiful and different. And I know they're uh, going to sell every one. It, How much of F, the car? What do they cost? F, okay, an F1 was a million dollars back in the day. They're trading at $15 million now. They're going to sell every car. It doesn't matter what they cost. It's got to be seven figures, yeah. but it doesn't matter what it costs. They're going to sell them. This BC is the car they called. I got excited because they called me about it, oh. and they said, um, no, we don't want to offer it to you. We, we're looking for somebody <laughs> else's phone number, and it was not me. It was Michael Strahan. <laughs> I said, well, okay, <laughs> what about me? And they said, not you. <laughs> no soup for you. No, but um, I don't think any of us knew. All we knew about the car at that point is it was going to be a center seat car. Right. I think it, I think it's super cool, and you know, I, it's one of those things you just get excited with. There's a lot of engineering coolness yes. in this thing, yes. and the only thing I don't like is that little step, that little I'm, step I'm onto more, the beautiful leather. I'm more excited by this guy because he's accessible. Oh, and right. what? And I, and I'm talking about BC, and I want to know how. Where's your current? shop and how many people are in there yes we are in ontario california i refer to it as the center of the universe not <laughs> quite but i get to make a lot of noise without getting in trouble and then we have a team of seven there some very right. talented efficient people they uh they your cars don't cost this amount of money no. i know Zuckerman, you want to talk about that i want to finish <laughs> talking about mclaren 2.3 million dollars <laughs> wow, for this car you. they're going to make 106 it. examples really why 106 hmm. what is that all about there must be a reference to to something that Bruce McLaren did back in the Top day. Top speed? Anybody? 225. BC? 230. 250. Wow, very nice. Zero to 60. Zero to 186 is 12.8 seconds. <laughs> There's your How many quarter miles will that be? <laughs> <laughs> right? and, and you've got two people can sit behind That's you. That's clever. Right. Shitting okay. themselves yeah. now. <laughs> right. For $2.3 million, BC, what could we get from you? That's wow. a lot of money, right? Your cars don't even come close no, to this. No, my cars are not. My cars are probably a And how many cars million. are you guys making a year? Well, it depends. Every year is different. So with our affiliations with a lot of OEM manufacturers, right. we go anywhere from six to eight vehicles a year, um, just on the OEM side. For the privateer side, we get a lot of privateers that come in who want you know standard modifications and so on and so forth. So the, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. These OEM cars, what, yes. are, what are those? So the van you drove was one of them. So we get... We're lucky enough to build cars for manufacturers, OEM manufacturers. So they, they come, come to, to us you and they say, "Hey, we need a. We would like to put a request for a proposal on how we can make this beautiful Corolla a little more exciting." Right. It's our job of our team to come up with a proposal that can make a Corolla really exciting. So take That's us through that minivan story. How did that work? Now that was really interesting. In 2013, Honda didn't really have a new car for their arsenal that year. So the only thing that was new was the new Odyssey, and I. Just started a young family. My daughter was just born. I love going fast, as you can imagine, Spike. And yes. I didn't want to give up speed for the comfort of being able to haul a family around. <laughs> so what a better concept of combining yes. the two, of making a van that's very powerful and manual and exciting and not uh, shameful to drive around. And this so, thing went viral yes. everywhere. My most popular car up until last week. <laughs> that's it doing a... Front tire burnout. <laughs> that is magical. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. However, the I... front wheel drive, it does have an inherent disadvantage. You know, physics wow. works against us when you launch the car. So You know what I remember yeah. about it when we when you hopped into it? They yes. said we gotta have we have to turn the horsepower down. <laughs> <laughs> and it still drove like this. And I'm like, well why? They go, because you can't handle it. I can't? Well what are you dialing it down to? Eight hundred? I go, eight hundred That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just get on it and it, it was so great. It was so much fun to drive. Thank that. you, thank you. So <laughs> what did you do to to overcome the inherent problems with front wheel drive? It's a challenge. Um, on my drag car, because I, I now have a purpose-built Honda Insight Hybrid as a drag car, which broke tons of records, by the way, in our scene that some of them still hold to today. Um, 
I have the opportunity to do, put a wheelie bar on those. Now, on the streetcar, I didn't. And the wheelie bar is not prevented from wheeling, but preventing from the wheels lifting upwards and having the weight transfer easily as nature would want it to. <laughs> well, front-wheel drive is very difficult. Um, believe it or not, despite the power and the heft of that car, she's not very, very fast from a start because of the front-wheel drive disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just mentioned a moment ago that that was my most popular car up until a week ago. Because when we were in SEMA last week, I launched a newer version of that that is a little more exciting. Another minivan? Not quite. It's more like a waggle van. Ah. <laughs> yes. Um, did you? Well, did anybody order one of these minivans? Did they come in and go, I want I got that? a ton of inquiries, but when it came to you know, sending a check, people tend to shy away. <laughs> 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 I thought maybe I should have built a Mercedes or something <laughs> or a Porsche and then maybe it would have been that. But yeah, it's We tough. got a ton of inquiries from all around the globe. And like, okay. And I was... The price point, I think I put it at like a, you know, I, I could replicate that for like 110 or so. It wasn't so really? bad. It wasn't so bad at all. Wow. The, the engineering alone that we did, Honda recovered it. We, we took care of that. So replicating it was a challenge, but. Not um, to mention all the free advertising exactly. you generated for them. Exactly. It was very good. That's millions good. of dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Rumor has it that when, when that car was launched, um, that Honda experienced the highest Odyssey sales in that quarter ever. Really? Yeah, which is pretty exciting. So wow. those tactics work. Okay, so you were just but, at SEMA. I was just a scene. All right. And um, it's not really our scene. I've been there a few <laughs> times, but every time I go there, it's lots of guys with sleeveless shirts and tattoos. It's and still like that. Drinking beer. <laughs> and we got, hey, Richard Rollins is out there. Hey, He son. was there, too. <laughs> <laughs> take a picture with him, please. And hand me a camera. Okay, I'll take your picture. Um, what, what did you bring there? What did you I do? Brought, um, I brought another center, uh, center seat Porsche uh, for the Momo's booth. We did a collaboration between Momo Italy and Hot Wheels. Oh, wow. It was one of the good accounts we have as well. But I launched my revenge car. Revenge in the sense that this van is a 5,000 pounds, 1,000 horsepower, and front-wheel drive. So I launched something that was much lighter, similar power potential, but all-wheel drive. Mm-hmm. So I showcased... A 1991 Honda Civic Wagon. Awesome. With a K24 Z7, fully built, like a Civic, late model, ninth gen Civic SI engine with a large 72 millimeter turbocharger, all wheel drive, flex fuel, sequential gearbox. Is this and it? Is this the guy? Actually, no. <laughs> it is. Ah, uh, uh, let's see. I have so many photos here. That's pretty interesting. So I don't know if you could see Show us a picture. That. Oh, sorry. That. Oh, that's lovely. What so, what blue metallic color is that? That is that's the marina blue from a BMW. Late oh, yeah. Look at that sucker, man. That is unbelievable. And what will this car do for you? Oh, my goodness. So 700 I, horsepower. That's it's gonna be, that was the original one. This one is going to be 1,000 when we're done. Bugatti. And we'll have all-wheel drive. <laughs> I... I, I, I Good pretty Lord. much salvaged components from two different CRVs <laughs> and embedded it into this smaller lightweight Civic. And it's it's going to be just and sequential gearbox. I'm using a Quave gearbox from the UK. It's absolutely spectacular. Okay, can you drive the thing to the mall? Yes, you could. And it'll be very cool. No one even suspect what's going on. Oh, there she, there she is. There it is. There she is. Right. But you're going to put a hood on it, right? Oh, or yeah. No? I just did that because I like to <laughs> showcase the all the pretty pots. <laughs> okay, how many rattles wow. are there? How, I, the car like this has to rattle. Shit has to fall off I'm, of it. No, I'm, no, no. I do things properly. Spike's driven a couple of my yeah, cars. Yeah, that's right. horsepower. It's great. And <laughs> guess what? I wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, if it makes you any, any, even more comfortable, I have a boost per gear protocol. So in lower gears, it's not as violent. But as you go up in gears, do you watch Game of Thrones? Do you see yeah. the scenes where where they, uh, they they're riding on dragons? Right. <laughs> That's kind of right. what it's like. <laughs> Except you're controlling the dragon, yes. and it's really fun. And you can carry passengers with you. Yeah, but it takes a great amount of control to not hit that throttle all the of time course. and have fun. That's what it's all about. Have you ever thought about making? I guess that's the minivan, the sleeper. That would be the eleven hundred horsepower almost every sleeper, car, right? That one. These are cars that, when you look at them, you know the only thing that gives away is a small peak in the front end with the intercooler hanging out. But apart wow. from that, you wouldn't know. I just love cars that are understated. You that you don't know what's lurking beneath. I love it. So now, where does this car go that you built? Whose car is that now? So it's ours. It's um, yours. It's it's a collaboration between uh, KNN, AEM, and American Honda. And mm-hmm. it's something that would, you know, showcase some of the classic beauty of a boxy, old-school 90s vehicle 
with the modern technology of today's you know, engineering. It makes me think about you taking either a Volvo or a Benz wagon. Volvo's next. Really? As a matter of fact, let me take, let me, let me, Volvo's not too far from now. I'm building a 190 for next year. Wow. A 190E. That's really? going to be really interesting. They're my favorite manufacturer. I just <gasps> love them. Very I, nice. No, no. Volvo. Oh, Volvo. Oh, Volvo. Volvo would be a little bit. I, I mean, next to Porsche. Yeah. Next to <laughs> Porsche. <laughs> yeah. when right. I, I just like everything there, but I like all their fit, safety, but. You know what? People are finding a lot of weird things in their cars. Have you guys heard about this? I'm not talking about your garden variety petrified French fries or melted crayons, BC. I'm talking about live snakes, bizarre trinkets, the kind of stuff that just makes you wonder about folks. Another thing that makes you wonder, but in a good way, are continental belts. Bet you didn't know they're OE in tens of millions of Chrysler, Dodge, Ford, and GM vehicles that roll off the assembly line. They're also OE in the majority of BMWs and VWs. Now, Continental is launching the aftermarket multi-V belt with the OE pedigree. It's their OE technology series, belts that are fanatically engineered for the perfect fit, form, and function. And Continental has OE technology series multi-V belt for 98% of the cars on the road, even BC's cars in the U.S. and Canada. Hey, you get enough surprises working on cars and trucks, a belt shouldn't be one of them. Go with the Continental OE Technology Series Multi-V Belt, the belt with the OE pedigree. To get the full story, visit oetechnologyseries.com. Wow. You are good at that. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I have. Uh, I, I can edit, though, if I mess up. So there's really no pressure you on it. You don't but I, stumble over your tongue. I do. I do. I haven't heard it. I, well, you know. That guy behind the glass there, he'll tell you that I, they, that I do all the Should time. Should we take one I have of... been on television, though, before. So you were? This is my business, yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> what about J.G. Francis? Should we take one of his cars, like a diesel? J.G. Francis from Mercedes Motoring. Right. I know everything you're saying right now I know. is going to terrify him. That's you even I suggested want... that means we won't be able to buy he'll a car pills. from him in any way. <laughs> no, I think what we have to bring B.C. is something... Uh, something completely different. He's already hit the Boxster thing, so let's forget about that. I, I think we have to bring him something and make it crazy. But it's, it should be something. I'm thinking my that old Saab wagon I had. Ooh, that would have been great. That was an early that been a 60s lot of work. Saab wagon. Oh, my goodness. You don't have any Peugeots, do you? No, but that's okay. a good idea. <laughs> Citroën. The Citroën. No, but you know, the Saab, that had the uh, the seat sitting on top of the gas tank, remember? Yeah, that no, was just the most thing. unholy, unsafe <laughs> deal. You know, Jerry was just talking about Corvairs. What about a Corvair? Lighting up a Corvair. Could you do that, PC? Of course. And then I'm you've not got... afraid of the unknown. What about oh, do you work on American cars at all? Yes. Cause... So we've had a, we've built cars for Ford. So um, you may not know this, but we had a 901 horsepower Mustang four-cylinder EcoBoost. Mm. Yeah. Ah. That. It was one of my favorite cars because it was really loud. How do you eke out 900 horsepower? It was a big turbo. <laughs> it was huge. Larger than the Bob Cub. It it's in the passenger seat. Yeah, just sat but there. it wasn't a fun drive. Put a it hat was on it. Really <laughs> laggy. I didn't like it very much. But we did it. It was a good proof of concept. So wow. I've done that. But a Corvair with the engine in the really rear cool. over cool. the rear wheels. That'd be cool. That'd be good. What other little American cars do you and I like? I like Chevy Novas. I've always had a soft spot for the old Chevy Novas. I like Novas, Novas, but he'd be great with a Pinto, Ooh. a Vega. Do you know, how about this? Oh, wait. I've got an idea. What about a Ford Granada? What that would be we, awesome. What if we really blitzed out a Ford Granada? Silver with some red crushed velvet interior. Chrysler just, Cordoba. Yeah, Corinthian it, leather. And just made it crazy. Yes. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> Could we keep make sure on the outside it still yes. looked like a of Ford course. Granada? That's very important to me. <laughs> that would be great. We'll call it the Fatsmobile. That's the car my dad drove. He drove that, and he had an 80s Buick Skylark that was tan and tan. Beige, beige. And the license plate will read Hummingbird. Hummingbird. You know why it's Hummingbird? My mom, my dad's dead. He died in 2009. And my mom believes that he's reincarnated as a hummingbird. Oh, my. Now, if you knew my dad, who gambled a lot and smoked and drank. And was overweight. <laughs> wonderful guy. He's not a hummingbird. No, he, he may be a seagull if we had oh to give him wings. I don't even think he would fly. But I think he's more of a, uh, you know, a, a dumpster possum. Would be my, <laughs> and I say that I love my dad, but still he was a dumpster possum. <laughs> Nothing hummingbird about him. Nothing hummingbird about dad. Yeah, and she said that in front of the kids when when you know they were at the house and they saw a hummingbird, and, and my two boys looked at me and went, "What? <laughs> like what? What part of the world? You didn't tell me that people die and turn into birds." And then I had to pull them aside and go, e your grandma's crazy. You know, <laughs> just let her believe what she wants to believe. But uh, 
I saw Hummingbird this morning. The first thing I thought about was your was dad. fat. <laughs> yes. Well, what the fuck do I know? Maybe he is. Maybe <laughs> came maybe, to visit. Maybe a fly. <laughs> Slug. <laughs> Slug. Well, I saw something very interesting at SEMA. The same SEMA. Yeah. Tell us more week. about SEMA. What What else I are saw, you reporting? I saw a backdated classic 911 with Tesla drivetrain. What do you guys think of that? I don't know. With I, a Tesla I like, drivetrain? Yes. An electric car? Yes, it was converted to one using Tesla hardware. I like Wait, dinosaur juice. <laughs> that is going to happen on its own. I don't think there's uh, anything we have to do ourselves to get there. I think there's going to be a plug-in hybrid 911 before long. What do you I, think about that? There's also Panameras. I, and... My fans tend to boo me when I talk about this, but I, I'm a bit of a fan of the EV motors. Really? Yeah, yeah I am. Um, primarily because... Yeah, the torque at one RPM. That's instant torque at one RPM. full torque efficiency. I, I love that. The who's making that, the Who's making the best electric motors? You know, there's a company called Charge. That's a combinated subdivision of Roborace. They're uh, a big entity in the UK that uh, they're building these autonomous electric road, road race cars. Um, they have some really forward-thinking technology with that right now. That uh, is trickling down to the masses, trickling down to what you may see commercially. And uh, I'm going to go visit them next year take a look at the facility and see what they're about. Mm-hmm. But I love to go fast. You Sound just said is something great. weird. What autonomous. Yes. What is an autonomous road race car? Will this be you know, slot cars for big slot cars? They, they raced, they raced uh, Goodwood. But they're not, no one's in it? No one's saying. in it. No one's in it. They raced against cars? each other. Well, one single one just did it. But yes, right. for the Formula E, they race against so each other. So in theory, we're going to have life-size Video games. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So Spike and I can put our race cars <laughs> yes. on the track, yes. and we can... We don't we, have to be in them. We, we don't have to be in them. That's fantastic. We can be yeah. eating what M&M's if, while yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, hot dogs, M&M's. What about an autonomous husband? Do they, have they made that yet? The wife one may be pretty nice. <laughs> we can just have her there. No, you know, the robot brothels don't seem to be working. <laughs> the towns keep closing the robot brothels. What is that? Why, Zuckerman? Why would you close a robot brothel? Have you what? read this? I have not. Every time they pop up around the world, they close the robot brothel. Why? I don't know. How could that be against the law? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that it's against the law. They just close it. People aren't going? Is that what you're <laughs> no, saying? No, they are. That's the sad part. The sad group of guys are showing up for this, but then they say, we're not going to have this in our hometown. But I don't get oh. it. Like, what? Don't you prefer that to real prostitution? <laughs> Wouldn't you just go, these stupid idiot guys are going to have sex with a doll and... Well, let's just let that happen. Can we open one? Oh, God. Come on, Ferriston. Why are you shy away from this? Maybe you bought it up. It's horrible. You bought it up. I was just trying. Usually you're a very good uh, uh, t- professor of humanity, and you would be able to explain to me legally why this would be it, a It's bad. not a legal promise that people are uncomfortable with the notion of anybody having a good time outside <laughs> of the privacy of their home and the, and the notion of, of them doing it with robots. But from li- <laughs> I, I, could, I could see from a liability standpoint people getting hurt with the oh, robots, and I'd make why? a lot of money. The robot, it's not a robot. It's really a doll. Yeah, it's doll parts. Doll parts could hurt real parts. Can you get sexually transmitted diseases from a doll? If it's if it's not clean. Yeah. If the last use it didn't clean well, it out. That brings me to the employees of the sex doll brothel. Oh, my. Do you think they're hiring top quality employees? Do you think so? <laughs> Do you think that people in second grade, somebody put their hand up and say, I want to work at the robot brothel? <laughs> no, you have to fail your way into that job. A succession of major failures to be cleaning the robot out. I think that is uh, a pretty good resume uh, line if you move up to that. If it said (laughs) worked at a robot sex brothel, I would go, that is really cool. That's really interesting. Could but you, maybe not the maid. Maybe not the disinfectant guy. Would you really even want to be at the front desk checking people in? And would seeing, I? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, at least for a day. For just, one, okay. just to talk for, to these idiots. And go, <laughs> do you think that they're really going to be talkative? Do you think huh? they're going to be talkative any more than you were talkative at 7-Eleven at 13 buying your first Playboy? Did you want to talk to the, to the clerk? I bet you these the, guys want to talk. They don't want to talk. They want to meet they're others shameful. like him. They are shamed and no, shameful. No, I think it's a group of guys who are looking for other guys like them and going, we got this club. And th- eventually th- they would hang BC out. And I, are I can agree with them. BC <laughs> and I are looking. This is something you sneak in exactly. the back of the robot door. You don't want anyone to Collar popped. Hat on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, says, it says vacuum repairs on right. the outside. <laughs> Do you think uh, uh, Redstone? 
<laughs> As a sex diaper. Do <laughs> you think he would be interested in, uh, in a of sex course. doll? Of course. Do you think Why? he would know the difference at this point? At this point, point no. Yeah. No. Sumner Redstone in his sex diaper and a sex doll? You know, you know who Sumner Redstone is? <laughs> no, I do not. He's, he's one of the horny old goats in their 90s that's still you know, getting it on. Oh, my. Running Viacom. Actually, I don't think he is anymore. I think he's, his daughter. he's, he's gone his over His daughter the edge, finally but... said, I, Dad, you know, you, you concentrate on octogenarian sex, and I'll run the company. I thought I read in Rolling Stone or somewhere that, that now it's down to he's, they, they reenact scenes in front of him, and he doesn't even know what's happening. Oh, my. That a hooker shows up, and they reenact scenes for him in front of him, and somebody whispers in his ear, they're having sex now. It sounds like he's She's having the, the best twilight <laughs> that you could possibly have. That I they're thought I read. To, that might catering. just be a rumor, but I thought I read that <laughs> in the Rolling Stone. You know what? Or More somewhere. power to him. More power to him. I yeah. I as, mean, if you're going to be a billionaire, you might as well spend your money and enjoy it, right? If you're going to be a perv, if you can carry on till you're in your nineties, why, why not? not? So, do you think he'll do this, Zuckerman? Me? Yeah. Is that how you would spend your uh, elder years? I thought you always accused me of being senile and handing out tips on the sidewalk. Because <laughs> I like to give tips. You said I'm going to have five dollar bills and I'm just going to hand them out. What does that mean? You're just going to hand out money? Yeah, I, that's I don't what remember. you said. Here's five for you, and here's five for you. I, I said you go, that? Kid. Yes. That was your... You just dodged my question, though. <laughs> I, that's what I was trying to do. Do I think I'm going to be that way? I'm probably not going to make it that long. Really? You just said that at the beginning of the show. Well, When we were talking about your pimply heart. <laughs> who, can, who can predict these things? Yes. We always go off on these tangents, BC. I see. Don't, don't it's worry It's good, though. It's it. very entertaining. Very yes. good. I'm on your site right now, bcmoto.com, and I'm looking at... Uh, Looking at the stuff you build here, it's spectacular. Thank so, you, what is the ideal customer for you? You know, where's the money made? Who you're I, speaking I would... to a lot of Porsche guys right yes. now? Oh, and yeah. We all love horsepower. Yes, you do. And I think well, some of you, some get afraid. So we're all getting a little tight. You know, we're living in the age of the outlaw. We're living right. in the age of I want something different than the other guys. So, what is the what does the Porsche family uh, come to you for? And exactly that, I get the client who doesn't want to buy something or have something, a modified or factory car, and walk outside and see a 17-year-old kid driving the exact same thing. Right. So we get the guys who want something bespoke, something unique. I'm big on reliability, big on power. Um, it's a weird thing. Recently, a lot of my customers say, hey, I want 700 but could you turn it down to 4 Because I, I just want to say I have it. I just want to have really? it. Really? I want a button or a knob to let me have it when I want to, but it's a little bit too much. I've had people come back and say, BC, this is kind of scary. Could you... Dial it back from me. I've had That's hilarious. Which is interesting. But I get the guys who want something bespoke. Right. Um, and, they, what, and, and which 911? Oh, you know, the 996 Turbo has been coming really? very, very popular. Yeah. They're fairly cost-effective nowadays. And they the factory gearbox can take some, some damage. Really? Yeah, without problem. So we're getting a lot of 996 Turbos, 997s. The 991 guys, are they tend to do mostly exhaust systems. Right, and right. Upgrades, but nothing crazy. But 996, 997 Turbo guys. Yeah, they get a nice deal which, on the car, and then you make it incredible. Oh, yeah. Which one right. do you prefer to work on? Uh, I like <clears throat> the 997. It's it's really, it's more refined, more refined mm -hmm. than 996. 996s are, 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 are cool, but it's just something hmm. not as modern. It's something old, but not old enough about it. That I don't right. Like, you know. Wow. Right. It's, it's, it's an efficient <laughs> or foul kind of a car. Yes, I like I that. I drove behind yeah. a 996 GT3 uh, this weekend, coming oh, yeah. back up I saw from that. the PCH, yeah. and that car was great. What, what color was it? <clears throat> Silver car. Oh, beautiful. It was customized. It was not from, it was from Virginia, I oh, thought. It yes. came from some other part of the country, but... Um, it's just you know, dodge. just the exterior of the car. I used to have one of them. I, I love the way that car looks. I, you know, I think that's probably the best buy right now for 911s. Wouldn't you say the 996s? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what a great because it had some issues with the engine, right? Well, primarily the M960 base Carrera, right? Was, you know, turbos are good, but we but can come to right. you, yes, and we can take care of that Absolutely. and make it into a monster. Yes, we can. Yeah, I like and, those engines. Just and, you have to address a lot of shortcomings. That's yeah. also another idea. Okay, Zuckerman. so if I came to you yes. with a 996 and yes. I said. 700 horsepower, yes. but it has to handle, yes. has mm -hmm. to be drivable, right. it has to be tractable. How much money, how much time? Are we talking about base Carrera or are we talking about a turbo version? What do you want? What? Well, I prefer a turbo because the gearbox is pretty robust. Right. The M96 engine and the, and the gearbox combination in the base Carrera is not very strong. Okay, so we give you a turbo. Quickly. Yeah. And how much time is it going to take? How much is it going to cost? He's going to, to do, do it right away for yeah. us. I can do it right away for you. I'm talking to you. It may take two, maybe three months. That's it. And like, you know, You're not talking year, two no, years. No, of course. It's me. Of course not. 
We're okay. used to people. Very, very we're used to people saying six months, and that means two years. Oh no, we're I'm, we're cut up a different cloth. How's that? I like that. Yes, yeah. I mean 40, 50, forty to fifty grand. Not too bad. If you're looking to buy a car, like a nine nine six Zuckerman. You're probably familiar with terms like MSRP. You might even know what it stands for. But what does it actually mean? The same goes for invoice list price and dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody. All you're really looking for is a price that actually means something. Introducing True Car Price from True Car. True Price from True Car. This is where we're going to find this 996. Now you can know exactly what you're going to pay for the 996 you want, including fees and accessories before you even get to the dealership. True Car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of your home. And how do you know if your true price is a great price because True Car shows you what other people paid for the same car you want, and your certified dealers know this. So they set their true price competitively so they can win your business. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car or 996 and send it to BC, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. I'm not telling you which features or which states. Well, we have had a lovely show, gentlemen. Absolutely. I'm so happy you came and you showed up. Thank you. It's you fire your assistant for, for <laughs> messing will. up and ruining your day. But thank you for coming here. Thank it's been so. great to catch up with you. Likewise. Um, Zuckerman, as See. always, thank you for taking time off from your uh, your uh, making money at the law firm and yelling at your minions. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations on your two beautiful cars. Luck. They really are great. Thank BC you. missed that part. Tell, quickly tell BC what you picked up over this weekend. Oh. On Friday, yes. I got a 1983 911 SC Cabriolet, the first production Cabriolet made after 20 years of the 911. And on Sunday, I got a 993, 1996 nice. 993 RS. Oh, oh. Well, the first is from uh, Will Hoyt. Oh, John, John nice. Will Hoyt did it. Yeah. He, oh, my goodness. He had restored it for a, a fellow found it. Yes. Wanted the first 911 Cabriolet. He found it nine years ago. He paid Will Hoyt to do a full restoration wow. on it, and it held up beautifully. Beautiful. And the 993 RS I picked up at the 70th anniversary auction, the nice. RM auction. Nice. Speed Yellow. Yeah, Very and nice. cheers to oh, RM for, for delivering a great car. Right. Look at that. Absolutely. I'm not going to be so uh, mean to them for a little while. For a little while. Remember, remember, <laughs> the guy didn't show up. Oh, yeah, the guy. I don't so, care about that. I, yeah, just auction, I just auction houses sometimes. You never know. But, listen, but, it's the but oldest, what a great it's car. The only, what a great it's, car. It's the first auction car out of yeah. four that I'm happy with. Right. Wow. And, I'd, and, yes, it gives hope that you can. Well, maybe the factory had something to do with that, all, too, that it was the also, 70th anniversary. I'm going to give credit to the fact that the car was originally found by Thomas Schmitz for an American customer. You know you know Thomas J. Schmitz in Germany? Yep. He sources great cars. And Cam Ingram from Road Scholars was there at the auction. He did the bidding <clears> for me. He vetted the car. He did a PPI on the car, and he gave it a big thumbs Cam up. Cam from Road Scholars. Right. Cam Ingram, Road Scholars. So those two guys also deserve credit for leading me in the right direction. Because on my own, <laughs> on and, my own, I'm a man. And removing 400 grand yes. <laughs> from your bank account. <laughs> well worth it. It is well worth it. In that this car case, rocks. well worth it. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Smashing. And BC, congratulations to you for Absolutely. all your success. We're going to do business. Look, yeah, we look forward to everything that you're doing. Appreciate that. And I'm Spike Ferguson, ladies and gentlemen. Take a nap. Good night. Dream good of me. Good night and good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Spike's Car Radio. Download new episodes every Wednesday on the Podcast One app or subscribe now at Apple Podcasts or PodcastOne.com. Do you want to be a social media star? Do you want to get verified? Do you want to make content and make money doing it? Well, I can help you get started. My name is Meredith Rojas, and I'm the co-founder and CEO of Digitor. We're the largest producers of live events featuring social media stars. And I also wrote a book called Selfie Made. Selfie Made Podcast is going to give you all the tips and tricks you need to take your social media career all the way. My co-host Mads Lewis and I are going to give you great information every week. So listen free to Selfie Made, exclusively available on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and the Podcast One app. If you love the show, share it with a friend, post on Instagram, tell the world, and leave us a rating and a review.